Hello, welcome to Sports Small Talk. This is Shelby, your host. I am excited to introduce us for the very first time. Here at Sports Small Talk, we will be giving you guys some updates of what's been going on in the sporting world, um, whether it's football, basketball, baseball. We'll try and cover many different sports, and we are excited to share these things with you. Uh, today, we are going to go ahead and talk about Tim Tebow. I just wanted to go ahead and give you a little background of Tim Tebow. He went to college in Florida State, and he was drafted in 2010. He was the 25th pick um, in the first round. He has played for the Broncos and the Jets. He became the starter for the Broncos in 2011 in Game 6. And then in that after that season, he was traded to the Jets as the Broncos decided to sign Peyton Manning. Uh, with the Jets, Tebow also had very little time playing with them, and he was released from them after the 2012 season. After this, Tebow signed on with the Patriots for two months, and then he was released. Next, he signed on with the Eagles for four and a half months, then once again he was released. And in these times that he was with them, he only played pregame. So he didn't do too well. And uh, we, it's kind of disappointing to see that he didn't do that great. Um, you know, he was a ph- phenomenon in uh, college, and he did amazing things. Uh, however, when he got to uh, the NFL, he kind of slumped down and didn't do the things that he should have. Um, but eventually, he... Uh, uh, left the NFL and decided to become a college football analyst on ESPN, the SEC network. And in 2016, he decided to pursue a baseball career. He uh, actually held open uh, tryouts for himself, invited all teams to watch. Um, and he ended up getting a minor league contract with the Mets and retired in 2021 um, from baseball and decided to come back to the NFL as a tight end rather than the a quarterback and he is now with the Jaguars. Today we will be having Justin Nielsen here with us to discuss Tim Tebow and his thoughts of Tim Tebow and everything that he thinks Tebow will do well on and won't do well on. We are excited to have him. Welcome Justin. So, uh, Tebow went to uh, college in Florida, and uh, he was a quarterback, and he did really well um, mm-hmm. in college, but since he's been in the NFL, he's doing trash. <laughs> um, so, why do, you, why do you think that is? He has won a playoff game, so, so everyone judges him. But the guy has won a playoff game, and there's a, a lot of players who have not even done that. So, that's true. Uh, while his stats are not the most stellar, his completion percentage is, I think, like 56 or 60%. Uh, his career is not too great, but he does have that going for him. We see that time and time again. The Heisman Trophy winners constantly are a letdown. Look at virtually any Ohio State quarterback who's a Heisman Trophy winner the last uh, 20 years, and you won't find one that started very long in the NFL. Um, hopefully, Justin Fields can do something, but. You know, we'll see what happens with that. So college is very well known for running schemes that uh, 
benefit teams that have a higher or a, a greater disproportionate uh, level of play. So where, for example, Pat Mahomes in Texas Tech, uh, they have this air raid offense where he's just slinging it like crazy. And uh, in college, if you don't have great receiver talent, DBs are able to hang on to that. And so he had a great career, but he was passed on by teams because they thought, oh, you know, maybe it's just because of the sheer volume of throwing. Uh, then you look at Tebow, who um, he had a stellar career, but he was graded pretty poorly because he just didn't have the NFL qualities we needed to be able to stand in a pocket, read a defense, and make decisive throws. Instead, he had playmakers on his team who would make up for any lack of talent he might have. Um, and, and we see that all the time in college where uh, a college player will just suck it up in the pros and that's why the draft is always so exciting well there's been some different analysts um that predicted that tebow wouldn't do great in the nfl uh why do you think they predicted that yeah so he he was well known for being uh more of a run uh run heavy quarterback he won a lot of playoff games or college bowl games a lot of big games off of uh, option which is not an offense that's run very much in the pros it's more of a gimmick in the pros or a trick play whereas in college that's a staple uh and so when you're looking at a franchise that says hey i need a quarterback that i can ride on for about 10 years so he can't take too many licks they're not going to run the option um they're going to try to keep the uh, the pocket passer quarterback or the mobile guy like lamar jackson who does a lot of rollouts designed but he's not supposed to be taking hits left and right. So Tebow back then uh, got was absolutely crushed because his running was pretty good, but it wasn't the greatest. And Denver's offense was set more for a passing quarterback, which is why right after Tebow left, uh, they had Peyton Manning come in and wreck. Yeah, Peyton Manning absolutely destroyed. <laughs> and then, so the Broncos did decide to trade um, Tebow and uh, do you think it was because Manning became open and available, or do you think it was because of other reasons? Because I believe yeah, people did pretty decent with the Broncos. They were questionable about trading him after the first season because of his play style. Like I said, they they were set more for an air raid, um, and they had loaded up like we've seen teams do in the past, where they will just load up as much talent as possible and shove the chips in for a win they weren't there for the long haul so they knew hey let's buy Peyton two to three seasons and sell out and frankly when Peyton Manning's on the board everyone's shopping just like Tom Brady two years ago even though Tom Brady's you know an older quarterback people were still wanting to push in for him but Tom wanted to just take his talents to not South Beach but close so <laughs> what we're seeing left and right that the old style of judging quarterbacks is is terrible I mean Lamar Jackson we thought he would, because what he did in college was he exactly was doing the pros. He was agile, no one could touch him, and he could take hits. And everyone thought when you go to the pros, you're first hit by a linebacker, you're going to get cleaned, and you're going to be scared. And the dude just keeps taking hits. So Lamar's a freak, which is awesome to watch. Uh, and then you got people like Pat Mahomes, who isn't as built as Lamar, but dude's still freaking agile, and he'll throw while he's on his butt. I mean, it's it's stupid. So. <laughs> the old school method of I need a six foot six, two hundred ten pound quarterback, uh, you know, like Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning, those guys. That that style is dying. But 
But as far as tight ends go, uh, you know, look at Tebow's height. He's 6'3", 245. And then look at the other top guys. Uh, Kelsey's 6'5", 260. So two inches taller, fairly heavy. Uh, Kittle, 6'4", 250. So right there. Gronk, 6'6", 265. So they generally are in the 250 to 260 range. Uh, then Kyle Pitts, who's this new rookie tight end that everyone's getting super excited about, uh, he's 6'6", 245. So tight ends are notoriously going to be taller, bigger dudes. So Tebow fits into that mold pretty well. So do you think he will do a lot better as a tight end than he did as a quarterback? Do you think with that skill set that he has? So tough, tough question to answer. Uh, currently, I think he will do better as a tight end than he did as a quarterback. I would have loved to see him as a tight end originally when he got drafted, which is what a lot of teams, he would have been drafted probably top 15 uh, had he been willing to switch to tight end or receiver. A lot of teams wanted that. They said, no, I want to be quarterback. And even when he got traded, a lot of teams said, hey, we'll take you, but we don't want you at quarterback. Because mm-hmm. he does have that skill set. He's a, he's a hard runner. And you love a guy. He's, he's very well known for taking hits and just freaking take, taking them like a champ. He keeps rolling. There's a lot of guys who they get looked at and they fall down. And uh, Tebow had the heart and he just kept driving. And, and people rally around that. So at 30, what is he, 33? Jeez, the guy's getting up there. Um, at 33, he's up there. But again, not the oldest. Kelsey is 31. He was only two years younger, and Tebow's had a lot less years of getting smacked. So Kelsey's a longer career of getting hit than Tebow has. So who knows how that plays out. And everyone in camp so far has been saying Tebow's running like he's an 18-year-old, acting like a psycho. The guy already was a physical phenom. So uh, I think to, to circle back to the original question, I think he'll do stellar at tight end. I really hope he makes the roster. I would love to see a quarterback at tight end because the way tight ends are being used uh, is not just the blocking tight end like Jason Witten, who was a blocking tight end that would do a curl route every once in a while for a touchdown. They're being used on pass plays left and right, um, on some really fun option plays. They're a lot more versatile than they used to be, uh, especially as we've seen the league shift away from fullbacks. Tight ends have picked up the, the load there. So I'd like to see a guy who defenses like a quarterback's supposed to um but now instead of read the whole defense as a tight end you just have to see hey where's the d end where's my linebacker where's my safety what's my responsibility so i'd like to see it i think it'd be really fun yeah i think having a comeback story with how he has played and everything as a quarterback and eventually stopped playing in the nfl went to uh baseball and then came back to the nfl i would love to see that and improve and make that 53 man roster and be able to play in multiple games and just start becoming a tight end that everybody knows who Tim Tebow is, but become a tight end that people and teams know that they can rely on. I think that would be super cool. And frankly, he's going to a uh, recovering team. They were the, the garbage can of the league last year, I and mean, that's how they got T Law. So it's a team that doesn't have. Uh, you know, too many weapons. He's not competing. You look at the tight end depth that he's got to compete with. It's, it's not much. So whether he makes a 53 or the 90-man roster or the practice squad, the, the guy should make one of those, He's unless he really screws things up and gets injured. Um, I mean, we've seen players switch positions and do really well. Uh, actually, my favorite 
uh, position switch driver was Julian Edelman, who was a quarterback. He was the most successful quarterback from Kent State. He was our best quarterback ever. And he switched over to being a receiver. And we all know him for the Pats. He's won several Super Bowls. Uh, <laughs> he's caught game-winning touchdowns in the Super Bowl. And uh, he also has a lot of fun plays where he does a lot of receiver screens and, and receiver passing touchdowns. So it's happened. There's several quarterbacks who switched to receivers. Tebow's bigger than those guys, so he's going to be a tight end. But I think the uh, it'll play out that way. And as far as him being away, for, there's a lot of people saying, oh, he was away for so long. He can't be that good. Uh, just remember, we had a fullback from rugby in Australia who never played in college or pro or anywhere else, any American football. He practiced twice for some coaches, and then he got on the 49ers starting 53-man roster in 2015. So it's not like it's impossible to make this with huge gaps in, in knowledge or, or history. Um, even though he's been away from the NFL for a while, he was still with baseball. Um, and so he still had that exercise and everything. He's not coming out of nothing. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has that. And uh, my, my favorite part, whenever people talk about this debate, if I make the roster or whatever, a guy named James O'Shaughnessy, 29-year-old who's done virtually nothing for the Jags. He's I've not produced. I mean, if you want to talk about how Tebow produced in uh, while he was a quarterback, O'Shaughnessy has done less as a tight end of that same kind of caliber. So people saying he won't make it, I don't know. I, I think he's got a perfect shot because there's well, so much competition. With Trevor Lawrence coming in now, too, as the first, number one draft pick, you see the Jaguars stepping up from uh, where they have been. Oh uh, yeah, I mean they're the perennial, pardon my French, but the perennial butthole of the league. They're known for it. Uh, so there's only one way to go when you've been the butthole that long. So <laughs> um, there's been people that's been obviously all over. Tim Tebow coming back and everything and so many tweets by different mm -hmm. people. Everybody's like, oh, Tim Tebow's not qualified. This is stupid that the Jaguars are doing this. And So there's a lot of, uh, you know, especially in today's role where we're questioning everything and, and whether what the motives are behind it. Uh, we saw with, especially because the common tweet we see the comparison is how did Cap not get a job and Tebow did. Um, and so without getting into the politics, you know, is, is there a white privilege or was he blacklisted or anything like that? Um, we know, you know, NFL settled a lawsuit with Kaepernick a while ago saying, hey, yeah, we did that to you, uh, which basically was the NFL saying, hey, you were bad for our business. We, we were losing sales, so we just blackballed you there. Um, and uh, Tebow is known for bringing a lot of butts and seats, frankly. I mean, it's one of those train wrecks everyone wants to watch. He was the top-selling jersey this last weekend. I mean, when's the last time a Jags player had that? <laughs> Outside of T-Law also got that recently, but Tebow jumped him. So suddenly the Jaguars and the NFL as a whole is selling more tickets, getting more attention. So the more attention you get that's not negative per se, not, you know, dog fighting or anything else like that is, is always good news. So frankly, the fact that they're giving him league minimum there's like no risk here. They're just looking to get some uh, some attention. So even if he doesn't make the roster, I think it was a smart decision to do that. Jags didn't even really spend that much money on Tebow. Um, they're probably making more money 
than what they're spending on him because they did sign him. I mean, almost a million dollars, but for the NFL, that's nothing. And and everyone knows if Tebow throws a touchdown to anybody as like a trick play, which is extremely likely to happen, the NFL is or ESPN and everyone else is going to have that cycling for months. It's going to be the number one tweeted thing. It's only good for their business. So, frankly, there's no downside here. The only downside is players who are saying if if there is any racial motivations behind, hey. He got hired over someone else who was more qualified, but frankly, the guy's been in the NFL. I don't, I don't see how someone else was more qualified. I have one more question for you. What are your general thoughts of him as a person? So, uh, again, the the reason why is frankly, especially right now, good for the brand is the uh, the brand has been suffering for a while. It, all sports, not just NFL. Uh, everyone, especially after 2019-2020, we keep seeing diminishing returns on entertainment, not just sports. What was it, the Emmys or whatever that award show was? Just absolutely tanked this year. So the uh, media and the entertainment industry understands, hey, we're, we're losing bad, so we got to start fishing whatever we can find. Um, and Tebow is the as straight edge as you can get uh, there's there's funny videos if you watch any mic'd up videos of him he's singing some church songs on the sideline it's very weird and as a very intense guy <laughs> I'm religious but I'm, I'm a very intense guy and i'm not gonna lie if i was in a game uh i'd be a little frustrated if my quarterback was singing some weird hymn on the sideline but you know that's tiva there's a lot of people who do other weird stuff so yeah uh as a person, you know, he has a lot of humanitarian projects. He's put his money where his mouth is. He's put his, I mean, he's been in uh, Asia, Europe, and other, or not Europe, but Asia and other places, I think Africa a few times on mission trips. So the guy's stellar. He's, you know, he walks the walk and it, it, it can't be bad, frankly. He, the guy is frustratingly good. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a really good person from everything that I've seen about him or read up on him. Um, and it's, I, he, like you said, he does seem like hymns on the sidelines. And it, I think it's actually kind of cool that he sticks with that. He, and he always has. So we're all I mean, weird in some ways. So if the dude's going to own it on the national stage, like if I was mic'd up, <laughs> I'd probably be wide as a clam because I don't want to sound like an idiot. And, you see guys goofing off when they're mic'd up, and here's Tebow over here freaking singing to him. And his teammates look at him like, dude, come on, Shut man. Up. <laughs> Shut <So>. up, man. <laughs> but, yeah, he owns it, so. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us and uh, giving us your opinion on Tim Tebow and everything that he's done. Well, let's, let's watch him catch a Super Bowl touchdown here. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here at Sports Small Talk. We are excited to continue on with y'all. Go ahead and leave us a comment if you have anything to say. We would love to hear from you.